Good morning. Welcome to the Daily Morning Note. It's Wednesday, the 29th of June, 2022. And this is your financial news update live weekdays on Philip Capital's YouTube and Facebook. I'm Rashawn Gidwani, the presenter for Pitch Media. In today's headlines, is the Australian deal with Uber a sign of change for the company's operations? Let us know your thoughts. Let's begin. Singapore shares ran out of steam and traded underwater through most of Tuesday, although an uphill struggle in the final hour paid off with marginal gains. The Straits Times Index finished 2.67 points, or 0.09%, higher at 3,140.21. Wall Street stocks tumbled on Tuesday as a gloomy consumer confidence report offset positive news about China's move to scale back COVID-19 restrictions. The Dow Jones Industrial Average dropped 1.6%, a loss of nearly 500 points, to close at 30,946.99. The broad-based S&P 500 shed 2.0% to 3,821.55, while the tech-rich Nasdaq Composite Index sank 3.0% to 11,181.54. In Singapore business news, Ma Zhe has been terminated from his role as an executive director of Raffles Infrastructure after internal investigations, the company disclosed in a Tuesday bourse filing. Ma had been appointed to the role in April 2020. Shares of Raffles Infrastructure closed flat at 0.06 Singapore dollars on Tuesday. Next, DBS has inked an agreement to sell 33 Changi North Crescent, a property which the bank had previously taken possession of from embattled T International. In a bourse filing on Tuesday, T disclosed that DBS has entered into a sale and purchase agreement with Applied Materials Southeast Asia for 33 CNC, with the completion expected to take place on or around July 18th. The aggregate sale consideration for 33 CNC was determined based on the fair value of the property of 18 million Singapore dollars. Next up, the 10-year average return for the July issue of Singapore Savings Bond soared to one of its highest at 2.71%, just a few basis points short of its last peak in November 2015. The first-year interest rate for the SSB stands at 1.69%, while its 10-year interest rate was offered at 3%. Moving on, leaders of the group of seven rich nations on Tuesday watered down a key pledge on ending fossil fuel financing abroad, as the need to tackle global warming clashed with fears over energy shortages. The G7 countries, Britain, Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Japan, and the United States ended a summit in the Bavarian Alps by reaffirming their goal to reduce reliance on dirty fossil fuels and speed up the green energy transition. But after three days of haggling, they also agreed to allow public investment in new international fossil fuel projects under certain conditions, as countries scrambled to break free from Russian oil, coal, and gas following the invasion of Ukraine. Moving on, the U.S. trade deficit in goods narrowed in May as exports increased suggesting that trade could contribute to economic growth this quarter for the first time in nearly two years. The goods trade deficit fell 2.2% to $104.3 billion U.S. billion the Commerce Department said on Tuesday. 
Next up, Uber Technologies and Australia's main transport union agreed on Tuesday to back a federal body that enforces minimum pay for the company's drivers, joining a global thawing of relations between the ride-hailing giant and industrial bodies. In a joint statement, Uber and the Transport Workers Union said they signed an agreement to support an unspecified federal body to set minimum and transparent enforceable earnings and benefits and conditions for platform workers. That's all for today. In the description box, please find a link to a survey we've created so that we know how to improve the show. Please like, share, and subscribe for more. Thank you, and see you again.